So Kim Stark says, I would love to hear about renovations that add value and how much you should spend so as not to overcapitalize. Mm, very good one. Now, no more important time right now than looking at the cost of how to improve something is a... I want to preface this process of value adding with the fact that you're not supposed to know everything. Like I think a lot of people that go into a value adding exercise make the mistake of thinking what is valuable to them but not what is valuable to the end user, which is obviously ultimately the buyer if you're, you know, doing up to sell and have a profit or even, you know, the valuer who's coming through potentially maybe a refinancing, want to pull some equity out. Convenience things, like I always think about, I'm just going to take my place, for example, that I'm renting. Now, there is one fundamental thing in this house that I love, but I don't think it adds much value. And that is automatic blinds. I can press two buttons and there's 14 blinds in the house that go up and go down all at the same time. Now, when someone's walking through a property, they just, they don't care if they're automated or not. It's really not that big of a deal. Probably cost them a bit to get it sorted. They just care that there's blinds or window furnishings, you know? So it's those things that make life easier or are a really a novelty that I think personally don't change the value drastically. Mm. Uh, And that's where people get really caught up in these cool gadgets. They go to home shows and they see all these cool tech things or, you know, play on the fundamentals. But I think you've really got to strip it back and work out where the money should be spent. Yeah, absolutely. So I I don't know, Kim, if you're looking at owner-ock or investment, but let's say for the minute it's owner-ock. Now, we're going through this process at the moment. We're not renovating, but we're building a new home. And the builder forgot our underfloor heating. Right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> at what point did they realise they forgot that, John? <laughs> when it was too late, basically. Um, <laughs> now, the, the tiles were down. Um, it was only going to be in the bathroom. So okay. we sat back and, and had a little moment. And Amy and I said, well, look, it's actually not the end of the world. It it was actually an item, maybe to the automatic blinds example of, well, we live on the central coast. The average temperature is 26 degrees all year round. Um, It's not like we're living in Tasmania or Victoria where we get extremely cold, freezing winters and underfloor eating is a necessity. So we looked at it and said, well, it's actually not a – uh, a, a big deal. We're okay with it. It was just one of those items that do they add value to the house? Maybe in Melbourne, maybe not on the central coast is, is probably our, our thought around that. And we're building the house as though who would want to buy this from us one day, even though we probably never sell. Um, and I think whether it's an investment or own a rock, we've just got to be logical and think, well, what do most people want in this world? Not what do I want, but what do most people want? And that, that's really the important part of it, isn't it? And, and how much cost uh, are we prepared to put into that uh, or how much money are we prepared to pay to get that item into our house and is it going to reflect the end value if we're going to sell it? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Indeed. I think probably my mind always goes to when I've got buyers walking through a property, what makes them feel like it's complete and what presents well. And usually it's flooring, window furnishings, paint and landscaping. And like just basic nice greenery with the black bark with a spray painted fence usually does the trick. Like they're minimal things that really look low maintenance, they're done, they're not offensive, like don't go wild on, yeah. you know, coloured tiles or feature walls and stuff like that. Just keep it simple, I think. White paint, non-offensive carpet, timber flooring, yeah, blinds and landscaping. And I, I, beyond that, I mean, maybe there's some little things like adding a dishwasher is always a tick box item for, you know, older style properties um, or maybe changing a splashback. But really... I wouldn't go too extreme if the purpose is to add value to either gain more equity or to sell. I think yeah, people yeah, yeah, it's underestimate. It's got to be user friendly, doesn't it? And and yeah. I was always told at the at the beginning of this whole journey uh, that the shed or the garage um, make it appealing for the male and the, the <laughs> kitchen bathroom for the female. Now we've we've evolved since then. We have, uh, but uh, I think. Yeah, as you said, like a dishwasher, is that a necessity for most people? The answer to that would be probably yes. Mm. Um, do we like uh, walk-in robes? Absolutely, they're, they're fantastic. Do we like built-in wardrobes? Absolutely. We don't want to have to bring our wardrobe from one house to the next. Um, so the little things um, that, that maybe don't cost a whole heap of money is probably what you would, uh, you would concentrate on. And uh, again, look at what's selling in the area and what people have done and why have they got record dollars for those type of properties. Is it because they're four bedrooms or five bedrooms? Is it because they've of the open plan layout? Is it because they've got a um, dishwasher or a, or a shed, whatever it is? So, yeah, have a think about that. But you're right, Emily, it's, you've got to keep it pretty generic to cater for most people, don't you? For sure. And yeah, just stick to those key tick box items. And if you're unsure, I would go and attend a few open homes of places that are on the market at the moment and see, you know, what presents well. A lot of people, particularly when they've vacated the home and they've styled it ready for sale, a lot of the time they've had an express reno team come through uh, and do literally a week's worth of work to get all those key items done to add value to the property. Even maybe have a chat with someone who does like there's businesses that do that for a living literally just express renos for um ready to sell yeah have a chat to the, those teams and see what what they suggest i'm sure you'd get some ideas from there too yeah and if you speak to someone like that they're on the ground doing it so they're seeing what's working and what's not 